each week on the New Hope Podcast, you'll hear messages and stories that are built on the bedrock of God's truth and discover practical ways to apply the gospel to your life and relationships. Thanks for listening and being a part of the New Hope family. Hello and welcome to the Deep Dive Podcast here at New Hope First Baptist Church. My name is Marco Zambrana. I am the producer on this show. And of course, we have Pastor Keith sitting yes, with us. I'm here. Well, thank you, sir, for joining us on your vacation time. Yeah, well, that's okay. And after losing an hour of sleep, I'm still recovering. Yeah, that was a little <laughs> tough. <laughs> um, it was, It was. you know, just losing an hour of sleep. No one wants that. It's right. not fun. Right. I want them to change the law, but not until I gain my hour back in the fall. Oh, so, gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. End of the year. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a check-in audience yeah. and let you know. Um, well, we just were talking about our confident hope. Uh-huh. And of course, we're going to go deeper. But uh, first and foremost, we're going to touch on Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 through 25. So uh, go ahead and grab your Bible, pull up your Bible app and uh, read along. All right. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have our confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain, that is, his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we prof- profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, and not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. But encourage one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Well, yeah. great words. Um right. I mean, just kind of really summarizes better together, really summarizes right. kind of what we've been trying to get at. Now we're talking about our confident hope right. for us. Right. Just to not summarize, but just kind of the hit on the big points. Mm-hmm. We spoke about what is our foundation? Our right. foundation is the faith that we have. And then the results are the hope and love right. that kind of transpire from that. Right. And you said something that really stuck out to me. You said something to the effect of dying. Are you going to be oh, die yeah. living or are you going right. to not live dying? Yeah. So, yeah. And I forget where I read that quote years ago. It's just one of those things. Uh, I don't know. Again, can't remember who said it first or wrote it. But you you basically will live one of two ways. Mm. You will end up die having lived, or you will live dying. In other words, not you just kind of frozen in place, waiting for that day to come. Or you can you can die living. The die living is is a biblical worldview mm-hmm. and a calling, and 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 very connected to uh, living out a confident hope that we have in Christ. Yeah. You also said life is about what Christ wants. And so mm-hmm. trying to connect those two, it's uh-huh. it's our confident hope. And this is just not right. not going off of the sermon, but just trying right. to go further. Yep. Um, our, our confident hope is Jesus. Uh-huh. And we're supposed to, that life is about what Jesus wants. It's right. really a, a hard shift because we have to go, well, this is what I want. This is right. what my foundation is. Uh, you know, I want the new job. I want to make sure I can pay right. my bills. I want to make sure that, you know, I make my wife happy, right. <laughs> all sure. these things. Sure. But if if our foundation is not Christ and our, what he wants, mm-hmm. then how can we have this confident hope? And you define it, you've yeah. defined it later, yeah. but, yeah, you know, right. we get all these priorities right. in the wrong place. Yeah, and absolutely. If, if you're... 
if your perspective and view is not to each new day, again, I keep emphasizing that because uh, confident hope does not happen overnight. It mm. happens over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it happens over time by following Christ. And sometimes that means giving up on my dream and embracing his mm. instead, trusting that his dream, his vision for my life, his uh, desire for my life is far surpasses than any kind of little uh, puny little dream I might have. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and trusting that it's the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of underlining uh, foundation to that. But you develop a confident hope by practicing, and, and that means following mm-hmm. him uh, mm-hmm. one day at a time where he's leading. And and I don't want to present the, the idea that all of my dreams are in contradiction mm-hmm. to God's mm-hmm. vision or his purpose for Excellent. my life, because that's not true. What I find is that when I follow him more consistently, mm. my dreams and his dreams start lining up. So it's about you know, changing that heart perspective to where it's no longer yeah. we want what we want. It's more our hearts start to change so that yes. we are wanting what God wants and we're yes. in tune with him. Yeah. And, and I think it's not just, you know, me forcing myself to want what he wants. Mm. It's not that. I think it is what experience. My experience is that it, it is me seeing mm. that what he wants is the best. Uh, me seeing the value of what he wants. Now, at first, when I don't see it, then maybe it's just a faith step and discipline to follow him, even when I'm not sure quite where he's leading mm. in a given moment or in the midst of a circumstance that's hard, painful, challenging. I don't understand how he's going to use it. So I'm I'm on that front end of that. Mm-hmm. I don't have the confident hope yet. Mm-hmm. I just have the hope. Mm-hmm. And so, but if I will take those, keep taking those steps one day at a time, uh, eventually what I have experienced is that uh, his dreams and my dreams start aligning sure. and I see the value of where he was leading the whole time. And I just didn't understand it till I was willing to take the journey. Mm. Two things. Yeah. One, yeah. I love that. I love that. That we, we, We're starting to see that, but we don't really have the trust. So it kind of goes to your right. question, one of your first right. questions you had. Is, do you really trust that what Christ accomplished uh-huh. is enough to inspire confident hope? Because you said yeah. we have the hope. Right. But not necessarily the confident, confident hope. hope. Yeah. So really, it's that trust aspect. Mm-hmm. So kind of jumping ahead, um, you talk about the importance, not just the personal, uh-huh. oh goodness, personal confidence. Yes, right. And how that is not just in our own strength. Right. Um, just looking at scripture and looking at mm-hmm. very much what this passage was talking about, really, we're called to the trust, but let's say, let's play mm-hmm. devil's advocate here. Right. <laughs> you be the devil. Go no, ahead. I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. But why? Why would a person put their trust in God? Because you, you've you uh-huh. clearly pointed out, okay, if, you know, either he's a liar right. or he, he says right. who he says he is. Right. But let's say someone who's a Christian believer mm-hmm. who's been around in the church and they're just going through a really tough time and they're like, okay, God, I'm here, show up. Right. Or, you know, are they, are they really putting their trust in him or are they kind of just saying, right. okay, God, I'm, I'm desperate at this point? Right. Well, well, you asked a key question. That's why. Well, why trust in God in the first place? Why trust Christ? Why follow him versus just doing my own thing and choosing my own path to walk down? And I can. 
even as a believer, I've got the free will to do so. So the why is answered by Christ himself in John mm. 10, 10, just one example. Uh, Jesus said, I came to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly, fully. Mm-hmm. And that word life I've referred to before means life as God has it. Mm. It's not talking quantity life only. It's talking quality. It's talking a life worth living, purposeful life. Mm-hmm. You're not going to experience that purposeful purpose-filled life without following the one who created it in the mm-hmm. first place. Uh, I think if if you just, I think most logical people, even if you're not a believer, if you assume there is a God and that you can follow him and you can know him on a personal basis, that that's a better life than not, than being separated from a loving God who has a purpose for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he created the thing. You would think <laughs> that he would have a, yeah. a uh, kind of a bigger perspective on what a purposeful mm-hmm. life means. And by the way, that includes the valleys, mm. uh, the dark valleys we go through. He has purpose and can bring good out of all things. Mm-hmm. But only if I trust him mm-hmm. one step at a time mm-hmm. and are willing to walk through the valley with him. I can walk through the valley on my own. And bang against the cliff, and mm-hmm. you know, trip over the rocks, and, and cause more damage yeah. or whatever. I can stumble through life on my own, or I can choose Him. Mm. I choose Him, uh, and, and eventually that develops into goes from hope to a confident hope. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't see enough from my own experience where. Uh-huh. In those valleys, and when I am not walking with the Lord closely, right. that I do feel alone. And right. it's so important to know that, you know, God hasn't left you. No. That it's you who are choosing to look just a hair to the left, right. not dead center, not right. on the anchor of the of our life right. going, going back a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. But right. um, not having that trust, very much like Peter getting mm-hmm. out of the boat and looking away from God for just a split second. Right. And he's looking sank. away from him and he's sick. Um, yep. So moving on to the second question yeah. of our confident hope mm-hmm. is creating margin. Yeah. Like this of course, is... we're going to deal with that in the fall <laughs> yeah. in, in detail. And it's going to be margin part two. because mm-hmm. And you know that. I think you, uh, you may not have been here. I wasn't here at that time. Uh, I forget. We looked it up the other day. It was about a year and a half year ago that I did a series on, on margin and mm-hmm. how to create it uh, in life. And so... I just felt led as I was planning to do cover that again, mm-hmm. uh, because I know I'm not the only one on planet Earth that struggles with keeping a balance in life and keeping what's most important in front. Yeah. Because there's so many screaming things at you every day uh, and barrage with things that are distractions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's effort to create margin and keep it. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, you know, do we have a margin to because the, the, the reference specifically was because the call was, OK, here's who Christ is in mm-hmm. that passage that mm-hmm. we looked at Sunday in Hebrews 10, uh, beginning with verse 19. Everything Christ has done is enough. It's more than enough to give you a confident hope, mm-hmm. but it requires a response. And that's that verse 22 where he says, let us draw near to God mm-hmm. with a sincere heart. Mm -hmm. There's my response. I'm either going to do it or not. Mm. And and so that I was trying to, I brought up the margin question because it gets it down to the practical level Mm -hmm. of, okay, to respond means I draw near to God. I make the effort to Mm -hmm. draw near to God and I, I come with a sincere heart. But if you don't have the margin to do that, 
the question, the, the possibility doesn't matter mm. until you create within your life enough margin to actually day to day draw near to him. Because like I, I've repeated over and over through this series, mm-hmm. you're either drawing near to Christ or you're drifting away. Mm-hmm. If you're not drawing near, you're drifting away. Mm-hmm. It, it's just the it's how life works. So. No, absolutely. And, and, and I think this, this passage for me kind of what triggered in my mind was, when we are in stillness, uh-huh. we can hear yeah. the Holy Spirit. We can hear yeah. God's voice. And so if we don't have that stillness, if we don't no, have that space, right. how are we really allowing? And I'm guilty of this every yeah. day. Oh, wait, me every too. day. Me too. I struggle with the same thing. Yeah. Yes. It's uncomfortable silence sometimes. And it's, yeah. it's not that we're expecting an audible voice mm-hmm. as right. much as it's just resting right in that place and right. that was, i think that was last week as well you mentioned resting yeah and, and and when you said that marco it makes me immediately like many people think of psalm forty six ten: mm-hmm. be still and know that i'm god mm. and the inference of that verse is if i'm not still i can actually not know that god is present mm. that he's around he is but mm-hmm. i'm just not going to see it mm-hmm. And so you got to have the the margin to be still. I, I think that's a one practical aspect of margins. Yeah, mm. so. it's 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 such a fun. Yeah. it sounds terrible, but fun. Um, just thought process of like, how do we be still in the presence of God when this mm-hmm. crazy life around us yeah. is going on, and have the trust to go, okay, God, I'm going to take a moment. Yeah, even just a simple moment, moment. throughout my day. Yeah, or multiple moments throughout yeah. our day, just yeah. to center <clears throat> right. and put him in the his uh, that place. Right. Yeah. And another verse I think of as you're describing that is uh, the a passage in Philippians where uh, Paul says, "Pray without ceasing, mm. pray continually." Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember exact. I think it's First Thessalonians five sixteen, I believe. Um, uh, and that doesn't mean be on your knees with your eyes closed 24-7. Mm. That means the, the language of that scripture is connect and reconnect with Christ every, throughout your day. Because mm. uh, he was writing, Paul was, uh, to a metropolitan busy people. Even in ancient times, mm. they were busy. We, we tend to think that in ancient times or you know, yeah, historically that chilling. they were less busy. <laughs> garbage they were they were busy trying to survive they Mm. had to raise all their own food and fight against enemies i mean on and on we take a lot for granted in modern life and we think we're busy Mm. we create busyness where we have a lot more leisure actually leisure space in our lives today than than people in the past did well let's just acknowledge like oh i'm gonna go to the movies now that is creating busyness of a leisure activity which i'm guilty of i love the movies but it's very much like Okay, I'm scheduling a time. It's date night, so right. that's a relational right. aspect. Okay, right. so we're doing this at this time. Okay, great. Get off of work, head right. to the movies, and oh, don't forget dinner. And right. all of a sudden, that's you know, I'm going to bed. Right. Where, where was my Margin. pause to yeah. go? Okay, God, thank you for today. Yeah, thank you for exactly. just creating the opportunities for me to be a light yeah. around me. And and, yeah. and I think it's two things on a practical level. It is throughout your day mm-hmm. have a mentality. That's why I'm I'm very pro memorizing, meditate, meditating on scripture because mm-hmm. that's an easy way to connect and reconnect with Christ throughout your day. Just take those moments um, in the midst of the the whirlwind. And so uh, the other is to actually just have a set aside. Uh, specific time on a consistent basis. I'm not going to say every single day because I I think we can get so legalistic about all that. Uh, But have a consistent time where you pull aside whatever, 15, Mm. 20, 30 minutes, whatever it is your life 
um, to where you read scripture and you do some praying, you just stop and you be still. Yeah. I think it's both of those elements mm. that help us get there. And as uh, as a recently married person, mm-hmm. um, I have never more been so reminded of how I need to pour into my relationship with my wife yeah. on an hourly, minute to minute basis. And if I'm not even willing to sacrifice or stop mm-hmm. for five minutes in right. my day. Right. to spend time with Christ right. and develop a relationship, arguably that should be even more important sure, um, because it is, Right. Uh, then there's something wrong with my personal confidence that I have in trusting God. Yeah. And also in, in priorities, mm. not just you, but Absolutely. everybody. Uh, yeah. And the longer you're married, the easier it is to take that person for granted, mm. clearly. And I'm speaking as one who's been married over 35 years. So you know, you're not going to nail that down, guy. Keith? You're not going to nail down the exact date? Uh, I could do the math, but I'm, I'm not going to do it under pressure. <laughs> Fair <laughs> so. enough. Fair enough. So we'll transition a little bit here towards the later end of the passages. Um, you actually quoted Dr. John MacArthur. Uh-huh. I'm just going to reread this because right. it's a great kind of summary of this mm-hmm. passage. Um, God's answers may seem to be a long time in coming, mm-hmm. and, we are waiting, uh, and our waiting may be uncomfortable or even painful. But he will always do just as he has said he will do. The reason we can hold fast to our hope without wavering is that he promised, he who promised is Mm -hmm. faithful. So to that point, going back to personal confidence, Mm -hmm. this is not meant to be done solely on our own strength, focused solely on ourself, independent, and then kind of see how life happens. It's really much going back to the concept of better together, community, and all that. Yeah, and it's getting, that's even more clear at the end of the passage Mm. in terms of the community aspect uh, later on. But nonetheless, uh, my my thought on all that in MacArthur's quote there um, is I would rather, I'm, I like it when God says yes, <clears throat> when I pray and he answers in a way that I mm-hmm. prefer or yeah. I want. Um, I don't necessarily like it, but at least I know an answer when he says no. He, mm-hmm. he shuts one door, opens a different door or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Uh, I don't like it like most people when he says wait <laughs> uh, and or I have to wait. Yeah. Uh, and there's part of what I heard him referring to is mm-hmm. that the wait will be worth it. Because he, that is Christ, mm-hmm. who makes promises, will always keep his promise. Mm-hmm. That's been true throughout. You just look from old to new. Mm-hmm. God is consistent. He is always who he is. And the Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yeah. In other words, he does not shift, and therefore his promises don't change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his timing is his. And he... We've got to trust that timing. Yeah, but I don't like that answer. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, most of us don't. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I'm not in control. In other words, I'm trusting his control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, kind of going now to the end of the passage, verse right. 25. Right. Um, not giving up, meeting together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one we struggle with in this day and right. age. Right. As some are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Right. So. Right. Just, yeah. What if I was a person who just walked in and all I got was encouraging one another? Mm-hmm. And if uh, it's so hard to want to encourage people, so if I heard this as mm-hmm. as someone who didn't walk a close life with Christ, if, right. I, if I heard this as someone who was just visiting our church, 
Um, why is that so important to encourage one another when someone is driving aggressively on the road and all I want to do is, you know, yeah. give them a little birdie. Right. You know, right. Wh- why, why is that so fundamental to who we are as, as believers? Yeah. Cause we're, again, go back to what you said a while ago, we're better together. Mm. I mean, there's the bottom line. I don't care if you're an introvert or not. I, I've referred to this a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I've got introvert in me. I enjoy pulling away and being on my own mm-hmm. uh, to re to regroup and recharge. So I get all that. But we all have a need for community, a community, first of all, with God himself, with Christ uh, and a need for genuine community with one another. Mm. So most people that are isolated from genuine communities, in some cases, they don't get that they have such a need for it. It's kind of like it's just the isolation, that kind of isolated experience, you know it. Mm. And you don't know anything different until you experience something better. Yeah, It's the misery you know kind of thing. And so we all need it according to God's Word. I'm not making that up. You just read those verses. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we gather together as a community of faith here at New Hope or other another church for that matter, it's not just about getting together in a room. Mm-hmm. You can do that in a ballroom or, you know, whatever. You can do that <laughs> at a football game. And I love college football. I go crazy when I go watch my Baylor Bears pray, play. <laughs> pray, but, praying and playing, yes. Yeah, pray and Well, I don't pray so much. I don't think God takes it that seriously. <laughs> but nonetheless, mm-hmm. um, it's not just bodies in a room. Mm. It's relationships being formed. That, that's what that passage is referring to because he says consider, in the verse prior to 25, mm-hmm. he said consider ways to spur one another on towards love and good deeds. So your love in, is uh, Christ, of the love of Christ in you uh, inspires you to live differently and make a difference in other people's lives. So we're, we're to cheerlead each other in that sense and then encouraging mm. uh, means to come alongside and walk yeah. with people. So it's very personal in nature. It's relational. It's not gathering together, as I said yesterday, singing kumbaya or hymns or, you know, whatever. Uh, It's not going through the motions of worship. But it's living life together. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the times we'll have when worship stops on and going out to lunch or calling each other and Mm -hmm. checking up on one another, bringing meals when you're You've had uh, a horrible thing happen in life uh, yeah. and just listening and yeah. engaging one another. So it's here's the big dr- two, the key terms to me I keep emphasizing. You're not going to experience what Hebrews is talking about, the, the strength of community and the need for it, the mm. good of it, until you engage in community as opposed to just attending a church. Mm. Uh, there's a big difference between attending uh, a church body, whether it's Sunday or otherwise, and engaging people mm-hmm. when you're there. Yeah. We're called to engage. Yeah, right? and, and um, more recently, I've got in here at, at our church uh, during Wednesday nights on the men's Bible study, uh-huh. and I can't tell you how, even though I may not be the most outspoken during said uh-huh. Bible study, right. it is such a encouragement. It is such a mm-hmm. opportunity just to share life with each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. G- a gentleman was um, sharing about a prayer need, and mm-hmm. these are these aren't moments that you know you go in and you plan. These are right. moments that they as, happen as they happen. Yeah. And it truly is. It's about not just encouraging one another, but as you said, it's about that that 
being inspired, moved and yeah. inspired to walk by, alongside by of each other. other. Yeah, but No, I totally agree. And, and the, here's the deal. And it goes back to that passage you just read. Mm-hmm. Don't give up on meeting together. That never would have happened if you if your men's group mm-hmm. had not decided to say, okay, we're going to get together at such and such time. If you don't make the practical effort to get together, mm-hmm. the other never happens. And, and so that's why the Bible says don't give up on meeting together. Don't let things get in the way because this will make a difference in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, genuine community truly will give you a greater strength than you will ever have on your own. And I think it's it's a Christ-inspired strength mm-hmm. that we're talking about here absolutely. in terms of the body of Christ. And I, I agree with you. I, I've got a men's group I'm participating in. Uh, just so the new hopers know, I push getting into hope groups. And I've got a group of my own uh, that I need and I meet with. And and it is. It's relationships. We care about each other. It's cool stuff that goes on, the missional training. Mm. It's just been inspiring to listen to some of the conversations and feedback and and grappling with the concepts of, of living on a missional basis, mm. for example. That's yeah. just two examples in my own life within this body. Absolutely. And living on mission and taking kind of the concepts that we, we learned during Better Together of uh-huh. – being with each other, breaking bread, praying with each other, mm-hmm. telling our story. Those right. are all elements of, of right. a model we're trying to adopt here as our DNA. Yeah. Build each other up, yes. Yeah. To, to be a sent people, ultimately. Absolutely. Yeah. To make a difference out uh, beyond this campus. Mm. We we don't we don't stop being the community when we say amen and leave the campus. Mm. That's just when it begins. The community actually occurs as much outside the walls of our church campus as it does inside. Mm, absolutely. So, well, thank you, Pastor. Yeah, um, yeah. This was a very much different format than I was planning yeah. on heading. No, uh, but I, I love I love good every time, time we chat. It's yeah. so such a pleasure. Um, yeah. Well, thank and, you for listening. Well, in yeah. two weeks we're going to add to this confidence, so to speak, okay. and talk about our confident faith. Uh, it'll be on March twenty seventh. Confident so, faith. Yeah. Gotcha. So we'll connect the hope to the faith uh, as a part of that trifecta of. Mm-hmm. of following christ so absolutely and next week we have um um leonard with us yes. pastor leonard yes he will be preaching on mm-hmm. um do we know what he's teaching uh, i've forgotten to be honest with you <laughs> I, i'm doing good to keep up with my topics so Fair yeah enough. i forget uh, he, i've heard uh it'll be outstanding leonard do a great job no, absolutely. So i'm looking forward to it as yeah. well um well thank you again so much yeah. for joining me and thank you for listening uh yes. if you ever feel like you need encouragement a word of prayer uh just want to be a part of a body of christ that is walking together alongside of each other please reach out to us here at New Hope on our website through an email, or if you're looking to get to get connected to a church or you're not quite sure where there's a church near you, we would love to connect you to a church locally or near us. So yes. again, thank you for joining us. Have a good day. Pastor, as always. I'll see you. All right. Bye-bye, Bye-bye. now.